What's up, everybody? It's Sam Salem. I'm your guest host for this month's Teacher Off-Duty podcast, the Board Teacher Comedy Tour Takeover. Today, we are talking about things we do in school that feel illegal, but they're okay. Like sitting down at your desk on the job, wearing jeans to school. Let me tell you something. I ain't never paying to wear my own denim to school. That's just a rule, me personally. And lastly, grading during staff meetings. So you're going to want to tap into this one. We get serious. We get silly. It's all over the place. educators what's up educators this is another wonderful episode of teachers off duty podcast that's right the board teachers take over for those of y'all looking on youtube right now yes i just got caressed by two of probably the funniest comedians we have on tour with us at the board teachers comedy tour ah. it's your man kc mac okay who's this to my right this is sam salem and i'm on your right and i'll be right here the rest of the episode i'm on your left and I'm Chindu Wunaka. Welcome to Board Teachers. Welcome back, because this is the teachers return guest, and we appreciate you for that podcast. At some point, I'm just back again just to make sure this stuff is moderated. Because you see, we have some crazy comedians. You never know what's going to happen on this podcast. They're, I mean, Lord Jesus! Last episode, if you didn't catch it last Sunday, man, very hilarious. Definitely a good thing that we got going on here. Um, like I said, man, I had the opportunity to work with these guys. You more so on the tour. Haven't worked with you yet, but uh, these are educators, man. These are educators and comedians. Very hilarious. And we're going to set up here with you guys and talk to you a little bit about the tour that's coming out. So that's right. So in October, we have a lot of tour dates that we can't wait to see you guys in. We're going to be in St. Louis, Missouri, Sarasota, mm. Florida, mm. Fort Pierce, Florida, West Palm, Florida, Wichita, Kansas, yeah. Omaha, Nebraska, Kansas what City, I mean? Missouri, Ooh. Sioux Falls, South Dakota, Inglewood, North... Inglewood, <laughs> California. Inglewood, New Jersey. Oh, New Jersey. Uh, okay. New Jersey, man. Word, word, word. New Brunswick, New Jersey, and New London, Connecticut. They got a New London? They do. Yeah. And Stafford, Connecticut. Nice. So if you guys want to get your tickets, I make sure you... SoFi Stadium. Check out the link in the description. The forum. The with forum. these guys here. If you want to see these guys live and in living color, man, you got to definitely click on that link. And living it goes color. Down. Yeah. And this episode, we're talking about. What are we talking about? Things we do in school that feel illegal, but shouldn't. Should not be. But they feel illegal, though. But they feel it. I'll go first. In a staff meeting this week that was scheduled after school, outside of my contract hours, the AP was reading off a PowerPoint and going off on tangents about things that did not pertain to me. Mm. As I expected, it reads like an email. As I expected, this to happen, not my first radio parentheses. Rodeo. Rodeo, that too. What did I say? Radio. My bad. Tripping. <laughs> not my first radio either. I mean, kids days. It's not my yeah. first radio. I love that movie. I had multiple radios. I brought a stack of papers with me that needed to be graded. Every time I picked my head up, the AP made eye contact with me. And immediately looked away. I felt like a teenager doing my homework during class all over again, but that was my planning period. So I shouldn't have felt guilty at all. I gotta be honest, I don't 
know a damn thing you just said. I'll it, summarize for you. The way you do okay. it. Okay. I was captivated how she you. She was were. doing work in PD when uh, I guess every the expectations for everybody to be paying attention. But A, the PD had nothing to do with her. Mm. B, it wasn't during her contract hours. Mm. And C, she needed to grade and plan. Yeah, nothing was illegal. But I mean, there is a. Because sometimes you be in PDs that honestly has nothing to do with you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think it should be okay for teachers to multitask in PDs as long as we as adults in the PD can show that we're, you know, paying attention when we need to pay attention. Mm. Right? Yeah. Depends on the PD, right? If we're doing right. like some super important safety training, okay, cool, let's all pay attention. Well, if we're going over something that a lot of veteran teachers might already know already, and it's just like protocol that some are for the newer teachers, and you know, there's work to be done, I think you should be allowed to to multitask. I don't think you can survive true. as a teacher without multitasking. Honestly, though, Definitely I think cannot. I think this person valid. Get your grain done, but I will say that teachers make the worst students. Mm. Like oh, anytime definitely. we're in PD, like the the definitely. same thing that I've seen teachers get mad at, where they're like, "These kids never stop talking in my class." Mm -hmm. They're the ones whispering and doing jokes exactly. in the back of PD. Exactly. I remember we were at, I was at a school where we were like the part of PD was like reading this book, sure. and you had to read every week. And every single week there'd be teachers. I didn't read. Did you read? Tell me what it was. And those yeah. are the same teachers that are right. like getting on their kids for not reading and doing their. And it's like we're all the same, don't I? You know? Yeah. Give the, give the kids some grace. It's also like you're doing the same thing. That's one thing I usually like kind of pay attention to, like how. I felt during PDs like I'll ask myself why am I bored right now mm -hmm. and then I'll keep that in mind as I'm lesson planning for my students you know what I mean like how do I keep like how would I would like to be engaged right at that age you know in middle school or even even now as an adult in a room of like listening to something that I feel like a I might not need and then B that you know etc so and you know what's so funny I think that's the key to creating and engaging PD mm. what you just said no no watch this you said it the way you do it for your kids with the lesson plan because you're thinking it, the kids in that age range, mm -hmm. right? But watch this. I think the the mistake people do when they're doing the uh, professional development, they're mm -hmm. trying to make it engaging for adults. When, like you just said, we're the biggest kids in professional developments. So if you take your strategy and apply it to creating a, a PD for kids that we act like clearly, yeah. boom, engagement, fun, you're welcome. Yeah, I don't want to do Kahoot before people. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Adult Kahoot. <laughs> All right, guys. Get in the circle. All right, Sam, what you got over there? Oh, wearing jeans to school, dot, dot, dot. Okay. For free. Okay. Uh-oh. Dot, 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 also known as an ellipses. Shout mm -hmm. out to my English teachers. All right, this is a I'm big paragraph, so let's speed through. All right. I'd like to preface this story off by stating that I am a grown adult mm, with a master's degree. Talk to him. Educated. I am a professional. I am fully aware of the definition of inappropriate and understand that certain apparel can be distracting or unsuitable when working with children. Ooh, however, unsuitable. Use that master's degree. Go however, ahead. if I want to wear a pair of jeans or yoga pants so I can be comfortable and versatile throughout the school day, I shouldn't have to ask permission or pay anyone to do it. Mm. I recently moved to this new school district and the school I just started in has strict no jeans policy. Okay. The only days jeans are allowed are on dress down days when anyone wearing jeans is required to pay a dollar. I ain't never heard of paying to wear your own clothes at a school. Oh, well, yeah. You definitely got to pay for the, the jeans. Wait, where does the money go towards? And why are they making teachers pay? I mean, don't worry about where the PTA, money go towards. <laughs> we do need to do a paper trail on where that money. We got to follow, yeah, the, like, money. Wait, follow the money. Yeah. <laughs> this person goes on to say like one time they, they wore like a professional pair of jeans like tailored no holes nothing with with a what's it called a blazer yeah mm -hmm. so it was like a 
put together. And that that's what I don't like about dress codes because I, I used to teach at a private school uh-huh. where it was required that you all male teachers had to wear suits or at least a sports mm-hmm. coat. Okay. Mm-hmm. But there'd be, but it's like the letter of the law versus the spirit of the law. Like I can show up to school in jeans and a sweater and some nice sneakers, mm-hmm. and it's like a professional look. Right. Yeah. Versus the guy who's wearing wrinkled old khakis. Yeah. And a shirt that hasn't been starched ever. And it's like, sure, he's technically wearing the proper mm-hmm. attire. Crazy. But it doesn't actually, it's just wrinkled clothing that right. doesn't go well together. Yeah. I think sometimes having a no jean policy is really for that guy. You know what I mean? That's coming to school with the stained jeans and holy jeans or whatever. It's, it's kind of like a speed limit. Yeah. Right? If you want people to go 60 miles per hour, you don't tell them the speed limit 50. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> yeah. they're, they're going to push it anyway. Yeah. Right? So same thing with no jean policy. Most schools, they have those. But it's also very like it's kind of lenient as long as the jeans look put together or, you know, you just you look still nice. You, you'll be fine. No one's really like I never been to a school where it was that serious where you got to pay money. Pay money to is wear jeans. absolutely crazy. Yeah, we we had uh, we had a pretty lack, especially after uh, the pandemic that mm-hmm. we can literally wear jeans every day. Like it was just. Yeah. Uh, every day wear your jeans. And, you know, as long as you had a school shirt, you know, a tie uh, on the on top. Yeah. But. The crazy part is the staff, like, we all got together and was like, yeah, we like wearing jeans. Mm-hmm. But let's pick a day throughout the week that we dress up. You know what I'm saying? So I think it was, like, Wednesdays. So yeah. we would dress up on Wednesdays. I like that. And it was weird because. The fanciest day of the week. Fat guess so. Wild Out Wednesday. Huh, it's the most business day. Is that a thing for real? No, I made that up. Okay. <laughs> Sounded convincing to me. <laughs> it is called riffing. I got a convincing tone. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the other thing about it, too, though, I think the no gene policy for adults is really just to model for the students or what the a lot of times schools think is like professional wear. I think that's, you know, important, probably more important in high school. I think middle school, elementary could be more lax. But also, too, the idea of what professional wear is, is changing. You know what I mean? Like if you ever go to a Google office, everybody's just wearing casual clothes. Yeah. You know, it's that whole thing is kind of like being pushed out. So I think it's important. To, uh, you know, model those things for students, but then also let them, you know, I think there's the things to say that that doesn't mean that you're not smart or professional because you're not wearing a suit or et cetera. You know, I, it's really shocking to me that someone would have to pay to wear jeans. I yeah. would want to know where that money's going. And also, I feel like I connect with kids like I wear different sneakers to school and then kids that like sneakers. It's a way to connect with students. So. I think when you accumulate $50, they present you with a brand new pair of socks. <laughs> <laughs> Here's one sitting down. Mm. I swear there is a sensor on my chair at school that sounds in an alarm in the principal's office. Because every time I sit down, I swear to baby Jesus, he comes popping his useless nose into my classroom within minutes. Not useless. Mm. Useless nose. Uh, useless nose. No, but do y'all have a problem with sitting down? Did, was that ever a case in y'all classroom? Like, Nah, man, because I'll be rotating the room. There you know. I've been checking in on my kids. I've gotten in trouble for it while subbing before. For those that missed the last episode, so I, I taught full-time, but now with doing comedy, I'm a substitute teacher, so I, I roam around to different schools. Yeah. And, yeah, it's always the moment you sit down. Like, every single student was on Google Classroom doing the assignment, so I'm like, great. Cap. I'm a, Cap. They're at least looking like they were doing Cap. it. Okay. <laughs> Everyone was calm and doing. Oh, you was that sure for your desk, huh? Right. Mr. They, Sir, I was walking around. You got all that trust I day one? I was walking around. <laughs> <laughs> I was walking around, I was looking down, and yeah, all I yeah, could yeah. see was students doing Google Classroom work. Uh-huh. Okay? Yeah, yeah, and then I yeah. sit down, and then th- this principal was like, you'll, 
see that again. You're never welcome back at this school. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, I don't want to come back to the school then if I'm not allowed to sit down for three minutes during an hour and a half three class. Three minutes? I can't look at 180 the 180 seconds, man? For a 90-minute class? <laughs> no, I'm joking. Yeah, sitting down should be a big deal, to be honest with you. Sitting down the whole class is, is kind of a little wild. But uh, I think, you know, the students are doing independent work. You checked in on everybody. You have your, you know, struggling students sit next to strong students. You keep an eye on them. You come back in every three minutes, whatever, four or five minutes. Maybe you have an eight in the room, also circling the classroom. It's hard to teach six periods out the day. Right. Um, so I think the expectation of teachers supposed to be on their feet the whole time is kind of ridiculous. But also you should be you know pacing the room and stuff like that but it's okay to take especially if you can't wear jeans you can't wear sneakers yeah i'm in the i'm in the i'm in the sperry's standing all day come on thank you and i have flat feet i mean these hard i'm definitely sitting down yeah i think school buses are kind of insane when you think about it Mm. like you're just putting 40 to 80 kids on a bus and the only one in charge is usually the school districts i've seen an older person who has to keep their eyes on the road the whole time yeah there should be each each bus should have a bus driver and then a bus aide who like actually patrols the bus, making sure kids are doing what they're supposed to be doing. No, that's, I think oh, that's true. Oh, yes. If there's no assignments for you to take that day, you should volunteer to be a bus monitor on those days. Yeah, I'll just call up my, hey, uh, y'all got any work for me? I'll just hang out on the buses with all the kids. <laughs> yeah, no, go. just put me on the bus. Yeah, they'll probably go over well. Because it's essential because the bus driver needs to stay 10 and 2. Have eyes on the road. Yeah if, yeah, if that's a real thing where there's like 40 kids on a school bus heading to school every single morning, they definitely need a bus. But they don't like, I was saying, my nephew just started yeah. kindergarten and he's just this little five year old sitting on the bus with a bunch of 11 year olds yeah. in the back and they're just doing because K through five. Like, oh, so a lot of dang. them got seatbelts on too. And all oh, that so stuff. it's at the same campus, the kindergarten <laughs> through fifth grade. Yeah, it's all one mm-hmm. elementary school. Yeah. I just think we don't think about how insane buses are. It's just like, just gather a bunch of kids and put them in a thing that has no seatbelts while a person who can't make sure they're doing the right thing, they have to keep their eyes on the road. No, it's true. It's kind of crazy. It's a good point, man. We out here. Me personally. uh, You know, solving bus issues. But, but. That's where maybe every dollar that you pay to wear jeans goes to pay for the the bus assistance that. Ooh. Leaving on time. Uh Uh-oh. At the end of the day. You say leaving on time? EOD. End of day. Yes. If I'm not going to be paid overtime to stay after school and continue to work, then I should not feel guilty walking out that door as soon as the kids are on the bus with no bus aid. Yeah. Contract well, hours huh. and at the end of the school bus day. Bus aid. Yet we're constantly being asked to stay late for meetings or events or needing the time to plan and grade because blah, blah, blah. Okay, cool. Essentially, this teacher wants to leave as soon as the bell rings. Don't schedule anything after. How do y'all feel about that? I mean, yeah. As soon as the bell ring, or if your contract's like a half hour after the school, you're done. Leave. Yeah, I'm not saying a day. I'm not saying a minute pass. Well, if you came well, 20 minutes says. late, do you, she, you nah. have to make that up? Nah, that's just a part of the game. Yeah, facts. At that point, when I'm late, I I got my friends and I tell them, hey, what hallways is clear? Which door can I come in? And then you have a first period. No. Oh, cause bed. The first 20 minutes of all my class period, they would do silent reading. Mm-hmm. So it's like I don't, I'm not giving any serving any minutes at that point. I can't help you read as you're reading. You know what I'm saying to yourself. The trick to coming in late: don't carry your usual briefcase. You know, if you have like a backpack or a briefcase, you always have with yourself. Come in late with just holding paper, so look like you're leaving somewhere. Right. Or <laughs> if you that come is, in with a that's, or, that's smart. Yeah. They you they thought, oh, he just went to their, his car to go grab some papers or something yeah, like exactly. that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, you know what I do? That's free game right there. Like, no, no. I always forget this in the trunk. If you're late, 
walk in backwards. All right. Because if they see the back of your head, subconsciously they're like, you're not coming, you're leaving. Mm, even though you're coming towards them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I, can't, I can't go with you on that one. But um, I like that coming with paper, though. Yeah, you know, that makes sense. Nah, for real, that's how you do it. And then, you, then you make sure the principal sees you, too. You just pop in the office, hey, did you get the... Yeah, okay, cool. What about when they have cameras, room. though? Then you'll grab your bag later. Your school doesn't have cameras? They ain't checking the cameras, unless there was like a fight by your car. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> no reason to check the camera randomly. You know? And yeah. the fight by the car is this guy and the kid who he told to stand down off the desk. I used to hate when there's no exit or the entrance is like through the front. There's only one way to come in. Mm -hmm. That's what I hate. But if they like, had like a parking lot, a school with a parking lot that you could come into, like a back edge, those are the best. But if you got to like walk through the front, now you got to start bribing your school secretary with frappuccinos and stuff like that. I'm going to be honest. I just own it. If I, When I was full-time teaching, if I'm late, I'm just like, yeah. Show the shrug. You're going to fire me over it? You're a sub, though. So. No, I'm saying when I was a full-time teacher. Oh, yeah. How often were you late? Not often. So like that's why yeah you, you know it. you late once a month. We talking about twice a week yeah, stuff buddy. over here. Yeah. <laughs> you seem like you was very prompt. We yeah. are not time. Another way to do here. it, you want to collect car accidents. You know, anytime I saw a car accident on the road, I would take a picture of it. Oh, I do that too. So I keep a bank. Yes. So like, oh man, and another you send a picture one. and you send a picture to your yeah. tier. Yeah. Like, oh man, look. Yeah. You're the DJ yeah. Khaled. Of this freeway is crazy, man. Look, yeah. look at this, man. Look, different I cars and everything. I've done that before. Oh yeah. You're the DJ Khaled of car accidents. Another one. Another one video too yeah. so make sure it's not a google image i got another story from the esteemed talk to a sleep by the way it's awesome that all 300 million americans each took the time to write in a story so we're gonna try to get to all of them but this no, one no definitely not i have ibs mm. so some days i need to go more often than others and every time i do i dread having to make the phone call down to the office or the walk of shame across the hall to ask a teacher to watch my class it's awful i know so many teachers who hold it until their playing period or lunchtime or even at the end of the day it's not healthy and some have that have even peed their pants trying to hold it because there was no one available at the time. Yeah. You know what? What? There should be no shame in going to the bathroom. It's a human function. Go to the bathroom. When you need to go to the yeah, bathroom. She, this person goes a lot. Yeah, I mean, that's unfortunate. Can't but the kids, though. I would just be like, I have IBS. What you want? I Come cover be, my class. Yeah, if you want me to, but if I got to cover your class, I need to see a doctor's note. Got the ibs. I need the IBS so proof. If, if, yeah, if this is true, I would just... Because having to just call every time and like, dang, she has to go again. I would yeah, just, you gotta rotate he, that act. I would just say, I would just talk with the principal or whatever and be like, get your doctor. I have IBS. Let's put a system yeah. in place. And how often so, is often? It's like once a, every class. Well, certain foods irritate it more than others. Because we gonna so. put a porta potty in your room. Yes. In that case, <laughs> the whole like, porta potty is crazy. The whole porta potty. Dairy can affect it more than you know proteins. Yeah, um, IBS is wild. What <laughs> 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 you can't just say. <laughs> You sound like a, one of my students. And furthermore, I'm trying to hold this together. <laughs> and furthermore, <laughs> no, my bladder is is whack though. For real. I, I'm I'm a guy that if I have like a heavy water day, once you break the levee, I just got to pee a lot. I understand what this teacher is going through, and I want to say there's help out there, and I wish her the best. You guys are wild, man. But let me just say, teachers, this is what oh, this goes is down. One. Here at the Teachers Off Duty Podcast, the Board Teacher Comedy Tour takeover. What goes down? every month. We got new teachers, comedians. They're going to be coming here. They're going to be breaking mm -hmm. you off. And that this is what you get. You, so we're never going to give you the same thing anymore. Is this a commercial? 
You're not getting, yes, I'm doing a commercial. You, 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 my <laughs> man recenter, we got to recenter this thing <laughs> my back man together. Didn't ad read. We got for those we gotta of, recenter. <laughs> for those of you that don't know, this is what you get when you listen to the podcast that you're currently listening to right <laughs> yeah. now. For those, for you, those you don't, when you listen to the podcast you're listening to, this you're going to hear it. It's new. People be talking, telling stories. It's crazy, man. So, yeah, just keep listening. <laughs> it's like a recorded radio show. Yo, know, you go hear verbs, That's nouns. Right. It's no, no. <laughs> I'm going to get crazy and throw some adjectives in today. Don't adjectives. do that. A gerund phrase, even? Man. All right. So, what you got? Not enjoying dressing up in costumes. I don't care if it's Halloween. <laughs> Dr. Seuss Day, Christmas, or any other type of crazy holiday. Holidays do be crazy, What's man. so crazy about Halloween and Christmas? Yeah, hol- yeah, holidays are nuts. <laughs> Pretty standard. I am not a fan of dressing up in costumes as a grown man. All right, it's, look, man. It's giving toxic masculinity. It's giving toxic masculinity, man. It's okay to smile and enjoy yourself sometimes. <laughs> Get all that jolly stuff, man. <laughs> as a grown man, I'm not wearing costumes. If one more person offered me candy corn, <laughs> I'm going to lose my... I want to ask him, as a grown man, are you allowed to smile and have joy? I think this person needs a hug. You know? Sometimes, if you need one, and you don't, you just got to grab your coworker. You know? Don't do that. <laughs> no. No, you should always get consent before you grab a coworker. Please tell yeah, him. Don't, don't go hugging coworkers uh, unannounced. But this guy could really use one. I tell you that much. I think it's cool that he doesn't. He doesn't have to. He doesn't have to dress up, but he doesn't need to like hate on it. Like, hey, people want to dress up and have fun. Yeah, let man. Them dress up. Yeah, you don't gotta. You know, we put all that energy out on your kids because they want to dress up for Halloween and enjoy themselves. I think know? it's important to teach kids that it's okay to be silly. It's okay to yeah. be silly. You got to be able to uh, laugh at yourself. I know. I know a lot of grown. They'll men. ask more questions. I know class, a lot of grown men that. that wears costumes, and, and it's not Halloween or okay. Christmas and that. Uh-huh. And he's a very good friend of mine. Oh, one of my best friends. Santa Claus on the Board Teacher Comedy Tour mm-hmm. Network. Uh, Mr. Thomas English. Okay. What's up, Vinny? Yeah. Appreciate you keep rocking out them costumes. Shout my out boy. to Thomas English. Proper lad. That, that. sounds like a, a, a good breakfast. You worked with Vinny before, how huh, on tour? Oh, the Vinster. Me and yeah. him go way back. We yeah. go back to the Essex days. Cross the pond. Won't be a proper scran. Isn't it? That's really good. Wow. That was a pretty terrible accent, to be yeah. completely honest with I you. Know, I wanted to support it wasn't you, horrible. but I appreciate it. <laughs> no, it I was, was trying to support you. It wasn't horrible. I'm absolutely chuffed to be friends with Mr. Thomas English. All right. All right. Shout okay. out to Vinny. You ever wear costumes to school? Y'all dress up? Halloween? Anything like that? I'll put on like a Santa hat. Mm. You know? A lot of costumes don't really fit your boy. <laughs> you know, I'm old yeah. school. We had those. I had the mask with the little elastic string. Oh, Ninja Turtle! You got a Ninja Turtle uh, bone structure. <laughs> you got a Ninja Turtle bone structure is menacing. You can't uh, see me. In the words of my students, see me personally. I wouldn't let that slide. That's okay. He was uh, John F. Chinadu for Halloween one day. I don't know. <laughs> what 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 is John F. Chinadu? <laughs> John F. Chinity. I get it. Chinity. Don't worry about it. I get yeah, it. Yeah, catch up with us. But you wear the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles to the No, school. what I was saying is you asked if we dressed up before. So yeah. I don't know where my mom got this costume, but my Spider-Man had ears. Like it Shout out weird. Mama K. <laughs> it was weird. Yeah, shout out to Casey Mack. <laughs> you, your, Casey mom, Mack. your Spider-Man thing had ears? Yeah, it had point. Like, you know, you know, Spider-Man has a smooth. It does have? Oh, yeah. He don't, that's <laughs> it hilarious. Had ears. Where did she get that? <laughs> what knockoff? What knockoff? <laughs> and I never wanted Yo, to wear it. I spider, wanted... Not Spider-Animal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it was. She, so she was ahead of her time, bro. She had the Spider-Verse. She had the Spider-Verse costume. Humans are mammals too, but you know. Huh? 
I don't know, man. Anymore. No, you know Spider Verse. Right? <laughs> you seen that movie? <laughs> yeah, the Spider Verse. Into the Spider Verse. You seen it, right? This is a real question. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. Now you know what I'm mean. not talking about. Spider Animal. Oh, oh animal. yeah, there's yeah. yeah so oh, it could have been yeah, from yeah, the multiverse. Exactly. She was ahead oh, of her time, bro. Oh, god. Yeah. yeah. Is, wait, is that in the comic books? I don't know. If, is that actually in the comic books? Like animals turn into spiders? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But see, yeah. so it was a real she, thing. That was real. We got Spider Man at home. Hey, apologize. 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 Oh, sorry, brother. There you go. Didn't know that. He was ahead of your time. She was ahead of her time, man. Um, but yeah, Spider-Man. man, I would say this guy should relax. Yeah. You know, maybe put a little Bailey's in a Starbucks. That's what I say. I, I wouldn't do that. As yeah, a don't teacher, do that. Don't do that. But on a weekend. Come on, on holidays, wear, wear a Santa hat. I think I loved. Uh... Ooh, Cesar Chavez Day. Mm. I used to work at a school that was predominantly Hispanic, and all the parents used to cook so much free food for the school. So we had like, a little event. Bring the asada. So yeah, that was that was fire. That food, their parents was cooking. You ever had a taco? <laughs> yeah, I had a taco. For, the, for those, not, especially on Tuesdays. I found out recently that Casey never had Indian food before. <laughs> yeah, he never had kung pao chicken. Never. Yeah. Yeah. You ever no. had a chalupa? Yes. Okay. On Taco Bell. Okay. Word. Word. Okay. okay. Good. Look That's at you. Legit. Look That's at legit. you. He a foodie. Nacho cheese. All right. All right I got a new one. <laughs> this comes to us via social media. Mm. Thank you to all of us. Uh, thank you to all those that follow the board, teachers, and teachers off duty podcasts. You can DM us, DM us with your stories if you want. Uh, I work at a school. This is what they said. I work at a school where almost all the other teachers have Pinterest perfect classrooms mm. and carefully crafted. They must be an English teacher. This alliteration, Pinterest perfect, carefully crafted. Mm. I like carefully that. crafted lesson plans. They spent their entire summer break preparing. I am not criticizing them or berating them for their efforts. But I just don't have that kind of time or energy as a single mom, nor do I think we're paid enough to put that ec- that many extra hours in. I just hate that I get looked at as the lazy teacher who doesn't care just because you sound I, lazy. I don't go overboard. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. Nah. I stand 10 toes. I never decorated my classroom. You never decorated your classroom, No. Bro. Not they came one? here to learn. They don't, want, they don't need to see my what family. What grade was this? Seniors. Yeah, you gotta decorate your classroom seniors, bro. And again, no hate to the people who do decorate your classroom if that's if that's your skill, but my interior design skills are minimal. Mm. Uh, I'll, maybe I'll put up, as a history government teacher, maybe I'll put up a poster of every president we've ever had. You know what? I, I vibe with this post because, look, life, be, life is busy. Life be life. Okay. <laughs> so as long as you got your systems on the board for me, mm-hmm. right? You got, I think you got to have your procedures posted. You got to have rules posted. Classroom rules. You'll save a lot of, uh, um, you know, your voice. Yeah. Having to say what the rules are, you can just point at point them. Point to them. Yeah. Wait, what's number three? Have your noise level chart up. I think that's important. As far as decorating your classroom, I think the younger your students are, the more important it is. Um, I think it's also really important for sometimes for SPED students. You can have like Definitely. a lot of valuable information on the walls that could help them remind them what a topic sentence is and all these different things. So I think depending on Facts. the population in your classroom, I think the things on your wall can do a lot of the lifting for you daily. And I think it's a valuable tool to get some stuff up there. But yeah. If you're busy, reach out to your to your department, man. You know, lean on your other teachers, man. Everybody's willing to help you. Actually, here's a hack, especially at elementary school. If you want to decorate a classroom but you don't want to decorate, mm-hmm. invite the parents. Yeah. If you send it, there's so many parents out there that would love to get the opportunity to come into your classroom, see it. Oh, I got all the, and then they're the ones that, 
I mean, maybe this is this works for you know different teaching different areas. Maybe yeah. parents don't have the resources, but in in if you're teaching an area where teach where the parents have resources, yeah. there's plenty of parents who would love to. Oh yeah, I'll spend fifteen bucks at Kinko's, whatever. Mm-hmm. Is Kinko's still a thing? I don't even know. It's also Party America, and they'll come and decorate the class for you, and then that way they think you're a good teacher because you're involving them, uh-huh. and they're like, wow, they're really including me. Yeah, and you don't have to decorate your classroom, and then mm-hmm. no one's judging you for being a lazy. Real talk. So that's, and, that's and, your, and that's on your top hack. of that, it's easy to you show your students. Like, you could put student work up, mm. right? Yeah. And if you, you show them that you actually care about the kind of work that they do in the classroom, right. you put pride in them in themselves, they have, they'll put pride in their work. They'll tend to do more work for you. So mm. I like the teachers that, like, kind of take off student work, put new student work up. Right. It's a positive uh, way to, to help your students, um, you know, to care more about their work production, too. That makes sense. So you, you got that on this end. Mm-hmm. And then your hack is uh, invite the parents to come decorate your classroom for yeah. you there you go teachers i mean yeah. reach out to your parents Real and talk. have them come and decorate your classroom mm-hmm. for you you get your teacher pets to help yeah. you see get, how that you works can use out that for a, you as a consequence yeah. for, for some of your students like yeah. hey man you were talking if, in class stay after with me what if we, they bring home decorations this, this uh stuff together huh? what if the parents are not don't have a lot of resources so they just bring home decorations from their home to your classroom like you have a big wooden spoon i don't and think fork. i don't think he's saying it's mandatory <laughs> yeah, you know I mean? he's, he's, well, he's just he's just inviting them to Big pull real, up. Live, laugh, love vibes. Yeah. The have, what if they have those beads? It's an old parent, and they bring them beads. So when you walk into the classroom, it's the. I like that. You had beads in your house growing up. Yeah, I did. Uh, what kind? Like salsa beads? No, you know the wooden beads from Africa. Okay, I am familiar. Yeah. You, you know what I'm talking about. We're all familiar. Mm-hmm. Let me let me let me give let me give one. Let yeah, me do give this one. one that says Casey. Okay, I'm gonna do that one. I'm gonna do this one down here. Saying no to covering classes during my prep time. Prep time, planning period, or yeah. whatever you want to call it, is for me to use however I hmm. need to use it. Tell me, put in all caps. That's right. They put it in all caps, too. Me. That could be planning classes for the rest of the day, for the rest of the week, uh, ke- catching up on my grading, uh, using the restroom, and finally having Stop something capping. to Shopping online, eat. yo. Shopping online. No, wrong with it. Shop online on your plan prep. Pay. Yeah, I'll do that on my plan. Yeah, pay. yeah, yeah. They never list that in these comments, though. Yeah, it's always planning. We shop it online, man. I'm going on the sneakers app. Trying to, spade, I'm baby. trying to hit some. I'm trying to hit on some Jordans. Yeah, on I got the sneakers some things app. in my cart. That's right. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I, that's it. That's it. That's mm-hmm. that's plan. So yeah, I don't that. think you shouldn't feel. Look, I mean, be a be a decent person, like. You know, but every single time I do know schools, every single prep period, they're saying, oh, you got to go do this. Yeah. Every single time. No. Every once in a while. Yeah. Cool. All right. Uh, part of a community. People need to help me out sometimes. But if they're hitting you up every single time, you're like, looks, I know y'all school districts have money to pay substitute teachers. Go get a sub. Yeah. They used to take advantage mm. of me my first couple years teaching. Go get a sub. I didn't know no better. And so they was using me to sub for teachers that were, that were absent because I had a more of a flexible schedule because I was a resource teacher at that time and only had like a pull-out classroom for a couple hours of the day outside of like pushing in um and that was exhausting you know what made it so exhausting just entering a classroom where you know it's not your class right. it's hard to be a substitute teacher how did you handle that exhaustion no I, I can handle it it's just exhausting to handle it you don't feel you know you don't feel exhausted till like the end of the day till after right. you know what i mean because a lot of times too mentally right when you have an idea how your day is going to go and then you show up like hey by the way you'll be subbing three periods for you know mr thomas's class i don't know how it is in some schools i know some schools don't even pay their teachers for when they do sub 
But at the schools I taught at, are you talking about like the extra time that they're covering the class? Yeah, you should wow. you should be paid when you give up your prep time. You, definitely you should, should be, be paid, paid for, that. for that hour. Definitely. You know, and then also I know some schools that do pay for that hour, but you have to like really follow up right. to make sure you get that money, and that's annoying as well. If, like if I'm doing you guys a favor and covering this class. I shouldn't have to like be on your ass to make sure I get my money. You know what I mean? I got a good one here. Okay. Writing concise lesson plans. Mm. When my principal wants plans, she literally wants five-page lesson plans. Mm. I'm a professional. If I can, if I can write my plans in a five-sentence paragraph, all the better. Like most things, right? It's all a spectrum. Yeah. Right. It's like okay. no gene policy. Yeah. It's it. The reason that's it, it's always it's you know there's the two people that ruin it for the rest of the class sort right. of vibes. But yeah, like it, if if you are a good teacher, yeah, you you just need like a sentence or two. Thank God. So, like yeah, but I think they have those policies in place. So I'm I'm with them on this one. Just principals do too much. They're trying to prove. Do you actually know what you're talking about? And it's right. like no, I I I have my master's degree. I have this many years of experience. I don't need to write five pages for a lesson. So if that was you, how would you handle this situation, Sam? I look my principal in the eyes and say, my brother, my sister. You're going to get what you're going to get. He's like, it's Mr. Johnson. <laughs> He's like, it's Dr. Johnson, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Continue. Uh, no, I would, for real, I'd have a conversation with the principal, and I would ask them, I think too often in life we assume malice. Like, we assume mm. people are just trying to make you work for no reason, or there's there's no method to their madness. So mm. I would ask, what is the reasoning behind this? Because if the reasoning is you just think that's what it takes to write a proper lesson plan, then I'm going to be like, oh, it doesn't, and I let's have a conversation. But if you're doing it because I think sometimes – you know, it's cool to hate on administration when you're a teacher, but sometimes they got people from the district exactly. or whatever also coming right. down their yeah. neck. Right. And so they're, they're actually, they're, they're well, I don't, you, I don't wanna make you, the, yeah. right. like, I don't wanna make you write a five page lesson plan either, but I'm getting pressure from all these people and then parents are doing this. So gotta have that conversation. At that point, do you think it's wise to go uh, no. over your principal's head to this, the gatekeeper, so to speak? You're not gonna find that email. Nah. Wow. I'm just, sometimes you can keep your head down it's not your job. All right, I'm going to let them handle it. Mouth right through it. Yeah, I think in the beginning. Um, what do you think? When you just start teaching, I think it's important for teachers to kind of, uh, you know, write out a detailed lesson plan right. until, like, you've done it so much that it's in your body. And you're saying you know when I mean? they're first starting. Yeah, when you're first starting. I think now, it's, what if they don't have, uh, they're not equipped to do that? Well, no, I think plan. it's important for admin to, let's say they are, right? They are okay, equipped to gotcha. do that. I mean, okay. all that aside, I think admin, of course, you have to support your teachers. You know, if you're Definitely. coaching training, you have to model what exactly the expectation is. You got to have a framework that you could just give them and they could copy and paste certain things so it's not so tedious. So all those things are taken care of. I think it is essential for earlier teachers to right. kind of like really make sure they have all those things down until they get it in their body and they can go off and, um, you know, do that seamlessly without having to think about it so much. So, Sam, if a group of educators a lot, was though. to come Why to you. Why are your voice getting deeper now? <laughs> I'm, I'm getting real journalistic. You're honestly coming to me like my if, parents trying to talk about the birds and the bees. Like, no, Sam. Yeah, that's his tender. That's his tender voice. Whoa. <laughs> Right. Mm. Yeah, important to talk. When a man loves yeah. a woman. So Sam, what would you tell these educators who were needing advice from you? What looking into that camera right there, mm. what would you that tell camera? them? Or that camera. Oh, that camera. Either one. Just tell us what you would do. Uh, I'm giving educators advice on what? Whatever they need help with. If you ain't in teaching for money, you're in it for the wrong reasons. <laughs> Now, uh, my advice to my advice to new teachers—that's what you're asking for. 
Yes, you have a group of new teachers teachers asking you questions, leaning on you for your wisdom. Okay, first off, if a bunch of new teachers are looking to me for wisdom, I'd say find better role models. Mm. (laughs) Find the OGs. Uh, And in all seriousness, um, I would say my biggest lesson that I had to learn is, and you learn over and over again, it's very simple. These kids got problems outside of school. So when a kid's acting up, again, same sort of thing. People aren't doing things just out of malice. Sure, every once in a while you got a kid who's being a jerk just to be a jerk. But at the end of the day, these kids got six, seven other classes. They got home life problems. So when kids are acting up, acting some type of way, you know, have grace. Lead with grace. Be empathetic. Empathy will take you a long way. Story is bigger than what you see. Chinaduke, same question for Mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. Tell me more. Uh, Sultry, man. Same question. Please answer in your own way. What, new teachers? Yes. Advice for new teachers? Give it to them. Advice for new teachers? Yes, give it to them. Run. Run fast. No, I'm joking. Uh, New teachers? We'll insert the laugh track on that one. No, 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 no. No laugh track. For new teachers, what I would say? I would say just take the pressure off of it. Stick to the fundamentals. Know you'll get better with time. Your first year, it can be easy. You know, some teachers find out they are a natural. It's just in your personality, right? The way you can handle classroom management, et cetera. Right. But that's more often not the story. So I would say just take the pressure off of it. Understand that, you know, it's going to be a growing period. And uh, lean on your veteran teachers. Honestly, on that note, like the, the cliche saying, like, comparison is the thief of joy i see so many students who look at older students like right sorry so many young teachers looking at older teachers like comparing oh i should be able to do that we honestly kind of like in abbott elementary where like the the new main character janine is looking at the teacher who's been teaching for 30 years like how come she got her class to calm down right, right away because mm-hmm. she's been doing it like you should still have good classroom control but i think don't don't like the the pinterest story every every other teacher has the perfect pinterest classroom in mind it's like basic great that's they're the perfect pinterest teacher you're not yeah that's like, their culture in the room you have right. a different culture in the room there, yeah. there there's things you're bringing to the table i'm sure that they can't bring to the table as well yeah you don't want your school to be like just a monolith of teachers that are all the exact same like yeah the, right. the more the more diverse diverse thoughts diverse the way classrooms are set up all that is good for the kids so i would not compare yourself and be like oh they're doing it. sure Take inspiration from older teachers. Yeah. See things that, oh, I could incorporate that, but don't. You don't got to do exactly what everyone else is doing. You definitely don't. And borrow, but, borrow, borrow. Borrow, borrow. Beg, borrow, steal. Now, you mentioned Abbott Elementary. Speaking of Abbott Elementary, Chinadu, whoa, 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 you whoa, were whoa, on. We on strike, man. <laughs> don't even do that. <laughs> <laughs> I get it, you know what I mean? We'll talk about your experiences yeah, yeah, on that yeah, set. Because yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure our <laughs> viewers want to know about how mm-hmm. that works. Yeah, 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 yeah. Once the strike's over, you know. Yeah, we could talk all day. Oh, yes. oh yeah that's right next story <laughs> next story <laughs> make last one is this the last story we got we're gonna do one more and then we're gonna get up out of here so what you got? Uh, i'll do one you would like to do it yeah 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 why not well let's take it to sam sam you i'd like chin to take this one chin do you like to take this one? i don't want to do it no more. fine I'll, no, do I'll, it. I'll do it i got you all right being outspoken about what we like to see approved with our job I like to know why any other professional can talk about what needs to change about their jobs but the second we do as teachers, people jump all over the opportunity, call us whiny babysitters who only work 10 months of the year and constantly complain about not getting enough money or respect. First of all, we don't get paid over summer. And second of all, this does not mean that we can't advocate for ourselves, a fair living wage, and most importantly, <laughs> respect. I want to meet this person, shake their hand. Hey, man, thanks for all you that wrote in. Appreciate you sharing sharing your stories. This is stuff that feels illegal but shouldn't be. 
Go to the bathroom when you got to go to the bathroom. Yeah, pee if you got it. We don't need any UTIs. Mm. Is that, yeah, that's how that happens. Yeah. I know. IBS. You got IBS? I had it when I was uh, five. All right. So, that has been another wonderful episode of Teachers Off Duty, Season 4, You Want More. See you next Board week. Teachers Comedy Tour Takeover. I'm going to show you what I was doing. Y'all see how I took that monotone voice? Because I felt like I had to use utilize strategies of classroom management, and I had to bring the situation. I felt like it was getting a little bit out of hand. You got big fingers. I felt <laughs> <laughs> This has been another episode of Teachers Off Duty Podcast. It's your man, Casey Mack. You can follow me, Casey Mack Funny, on all platforms. Sam, tell the people how they can find you. Try to find me. I dare you. <laughs> you know what? I don't even want you to find me on social media. So congratulations to anybody who can find me. I'll be impressed with you. Yeah, y'all can find me. Give me some music. <laughs> <laughs> Chinedu if you're born in Nigeria. C-H-I-N-E-D-U-U-N-A-K-A. I'm going to change my name probably soon, man. And look here. Please. Just my YouTube name, maybe just Chin or something. I don't know. And for those of y'all listening, and since you're in the following mood, please make sure you follow all three of us. But yeah. Not only just us, make sure you're following board teachers on all platforms. Follow them. Most importantly, follow... The Teachers Off Duty Podcast on all platforms. And since you're really in the following mood, make sure you follow the link with us uh, on the Supercast because Supercast is a real cool thing that um, just got started where we're opening the doors to behind the scenes and letting our viewers in on some of the moments from the tour. Pulling back the curtain. That's, That's right. right. Pulling the curtain back. Uh, funny stuff that and happens on tour in the green room. All that uh, funny stuff. So make sure you guys follow that on Supercast. And oh, and last but not least, since you're following us, follow us on tour. We will be At in the month of October. St. Louis, Missouri. Man, go ahead, read them. Yeah, read them. Okay. Tell the people where we're going to be. Sarasota, Florida. Fort Pierce, Florida. <laughs> West, <laughs> West Palm, Florida. Wichita, Kansas. Omaha. Good stakes. Nebraska. Good Nebraska. Stakes. Amen. Casey, Missouri. Man, come let's on, go man. Ahead. I got it, let's bro. Just let Sam do the rest. <laughs> Give me, I got it. Seals Falls. Seals. Sioux Falls. Super. Never been there. South Dakota. All right. Englewood, California. Not no, Englewood, California. I'm messing around, man. Oh, New Brunswick, man. New Jersey, New London, Connecticut, Stanford, Connecticut. Hey, man, look. We'll be there, man. Just pull up. Check the website, boardteachers.com. Which camera? Thank y'all. We'll see y'all next week. You don't got to go home, but you got to get the heck out of here. Bye. See y'all next week.